The Other Side of Midnight proudly presents Ask Frank. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. All right, if you're new to the program, this is your hour. The other 19 hours of the week are devoted to the things that I think are interesting or the things that I think you want to hear about. This hour is all about you. You can ask whatever you like. Just make sure you get to your question right away so we can get to a lot of questions here and uh, make sure, you know, it's interesting. Now, in order to spice things up a little bit, I am going to, whoever comes up with the most interesting question this hour, in addition to getting sent a magnet, and and by the way, the uh, judges of what the most interesting question is, is our three-person staff here of Tony, Matt Blaze, and Elias. Whoever comes up with the most interesting question, I will happily, out of my own pocket, make a $50 donation to the charity of your choice, in your name. I'll make a donation in your name to the charity of your choice, out of my own pocket, happily. So, uh, figure it's Friday, getting paid today, what's $50? I'll probably, with the way way that I'm picking uh, football picks as accurately as can be, that's probably uh, the, the kind of thing I'll be lighting my cigars with by the end of the weekend. All right. Why don't we go ahead and get started? 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. Jerry is in New Jersey. Hi, Jerry. Yeah, hi, Frank. How are you doing? So I was wondering about this. And Say you're on a dark road and it's 2, 3 a.m. in the morning on a country road uh, in some you know state that is very desolate, like maybe Louisiana, for example, or Mississippi in certain parts, in certain other states, and you see an unidentified flying object, and you're the only one in the car, and you're the only one that sees it. And then the next day, you don't hear about it in the press, and it's not in the news, so you know no one saw it but you, but you know that you saw it. I mean, you absolutely do. Uh, you weren't high, you weren't drunk or anything, mm-hmm. so what would you do? Who would you tell first if you would tell anyone, and how do you avoid the repercussions of people thinking, well, you must have been high or drunk, or you're looking for attention, or you're losing your mind? Okay, uh, great question, because this is something, this is why, and we may get into this a little bit next hour with Bill Burns, but this is one of the reasons why there's new UAP or UFO reporting requirements for, or reporting guidelines for commercial airline pilots, because what's been happening uh, the last 30, 40 years is people have been seeing objects and they're afraid to come forward precisely because of the stigma that that you mentioned. People think you're a crackpot. Mm-hmm. Now, I think uh, because of the military vision, Videos that have come forward because more airline pilots and airline staff who are credible are coming forward. I think it's a little less stigmatized. So even if I was by myself and I didn't have photo evidence and or proof of it, I absolutely would tell people. First, I would uh, tell um, my wife just because you know I generally do a download with her of uh, whatever happens throughout my day, and then I would go to MUFON, uh, the uh, mutual UFO network, which uh, monitors these sort of things. And there's also a uh, a UFO uh, reporting database that I would contact as well, because the first thing that those entities do if you uh, report a UFO to them is they take a look and see, could it have been something else? Was there some bizarre airline traffic or some interesting weather phenomena in that area? And maybe the answer is as simple as that. Maybe there was some bizarre weather phenomena in that area that explains the sighting. If there's not, then at least it's registered 
And if people view me as a, a little bit of a crackpot, if I uh, come forward with this on my own, so be it. There's probably so many people that already view me as a crackpot. What's one or two more, right? So, yeah. No, my answer is, and I think it's a great question, but it's something that I, uh, and I hope everyone does the same thing. You're not doing anyone any favors if you see a UAP keeping it to yourself. You're just not. And by the way, I am not saying it's aliens. I have no idea what these objects are. I asked uh, a week ago. Dr. Paul Sutter, when he was on this program, this guy is a Ph.D., a NASA advisor, very serious scientist. I said, what are these things? And he said, I don't know. Well, if he doesn't know, how do I know? But I'm open-minded that it could be anything. 800-848-9222. George, what's your question? Hi, Frank. Hi. Hi. Listen, do you have a pen handy and paper? Because you might have to write this down. Oh, boy. This okay. is a gambling, complicated, not very good, but, but you know you're smart enough. Okay. You'll uh, figure out. Sure. All right. It's a, it's a, a multi-question. Uh, for example, here, you, you are getting ready 6 in the morning, right? Friday morning to go home in your car. Mm-hmm. You open the door, you find $100,000, right, cash. Mm-hmm. And there you... Have to. Uh, it's uh, been uh, provided to you, you know, because uh, the person loves your show so much, you know, and you so much that he or she has left it in there, but under certain provide uh, provisions. One, you have to uh, go to the casino and place everything, the hundred thousand, on black or uh, red, and seventy-five percent chance you have to uh, win, double it. 25% to lose that. Or you can use it for draw tickets, 100,000 worth, you know, and uh, have a 25% chance of winning $500,000, you know, or put it on the NFL playoff games with 75% chance to double it. And finally, uh, one session of gambling from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m., win or double it, you know, uh, uh, at the at your favorite casinos, and in that option four, is it specified what game that I have to play, or I have some flexibility? Any ga- no, you you can play from three p.m. to three a.m. Gotcha. Any game you like, uh, and you could double the hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, so you'd be there twelve hours, roughly. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I uh, look. I, my uh, initial thinking is that I would go on to the casino for twelve hours and play it. I would divide what I was going to play evenly uh, between um, slots, which I'm not really a slot player, but if you have that kind of money, you can really rack up the comps. So I could probably elevate my tier status at whatever casino that I'm playing and make sure I get lounge access and you know a free rooms for quite some time. So I would divide it between slots, which would get me the best comps, um, craps, which I enjoy playing the most, and where if you have some money to, you know, to ride the peaks and valleys, I, you know, there's a pretty good chance you'll end up a winner. And with that kind of money, you can place a lot of hard way bets that I probably wouldn't play, place if I'm just, you know, doing what I normally do, which is playing with 300 bucks. And um, Baccarat, where you, can, um, where you can win a lot of money very quickly. You can also lose a lot of money very quickly. But I think it would be a lot of fun, and that would be my pick. 